I am Bams, and I am your storyteller, and I am joined by my wonderful cast. I'm Jupiter, and I play Missy, the forever teen, misunderstood, emo, Malkavian. Hi, I'm Oz. I play Arthur Subchak, the Nosferatu. Uh, hi, I'm Super Cookie, and I play Coco, the Gangrel. This is Cotton, and I play Terrence, the Tremere. As the three of you begin to go down into the bowels of the mall again, this time much more enlightened on what you are walking into, you will find yourself, Terrence and crew, at roughly the area where you were attacked. Only this time there is a large hole in the wall and a dark area beyond it. I presume you all go inside. Uh, I'm going to make sure since the unseen is up. Those of you with sense of the unseen can roll it. What you see in front of you, Terrence, is a physical representation of the diagrams you saw upstairs. Circular uh, inner chamber. There is a little space here where you can see the, the etching of a snake into the floor. As you begin to walk around with Art and Missy pointing out the things that are here, you will come to the head slash tail of said snake, the Ouroboros itself, and ahead of you there is a large bank vault door. You know, originally we thought this vault door had been sold off because it used to go into the bank that we turned into the nightclub, which is also known ironically, or not ironically, as the vault. But... In a forward-thinking move, those who built this facility transposed the door down here and expertly installed it. Now, I have already opened this door. It has been unlocked. All it will require is one swift pull to open, and then you will have questions answered. Do you have any questions of me? I think I get the uh, basic gist, at least so far. Excellent. Then let us continue. Although, I will caution you before we go inside. Do not touch any wooden products. And Art is going to pull open the vault door. Terrence, a wind that chills you to your bone comes out of this crack. It just starts very slow, and then ramps up as the door is opened and this is a chill that you have not really felt since you have been kindred it is the chill of the supernatural uh, missy and art you guys will see movement as the ghosts that you saw last time begin to swirl around outside of the vault there's activity again so they are acting up but they are still unable to exit past the warning that keeps them inside Terrence, without sense of the unseen, you sadly do not see any ghosts. But as the door is open and lights are shined inside, what you see are roots. They are coming out of the center of this circular room and coming all the way up to the walls and starting to creep up them a little bit. And as your eyes follow the roots to the center, there is a humanoid figure that is standing 
as the roots come up his legs, up his torso, to where his heart would be, you can see that there is a wooden stake implanted into his chest. The tree continues growing up over top of him to the ceiling of this small room and branches out into roots, not leaves, across the top. Inside his mouth is a half-rotten apple. And as you look upon this, you will see that the eye that is facing you turns to address you. And it is the face of previous Prince Samuel Cartwright. Well, uh, <sighs> Prince Cartwright, I presume. I don't believe we'll get any response out of him. He's been down here so long that I don't think that any of his mind is left. <sighs> right. I guess it, uh, the room requires a, uh, further analysis then. Another reason why we brought you down here to uh, loop you in on this. This all was completed at the very highest echelons of kindred society within this city. Very powerful people who had access to Cartwright accomplished this feat of ritualistic engineering, architecture. The the ward outside, the Uroboros ward, is a spirit ward. Powers of oblivion trap spirits inside. Very advanced. And of course, this area does have ghosts inside, trapped within the ward. And as near as we can figure, they were former workers who were contracted to build this tomb for the prince. Well, if it offers them any happiness, I would say that they did a damn fine job. (laughs) We can guarantee you they are not happy at all. (laughs) Right. Terrence will, uh, you can see his his Adam's apple bobble as he uh, takes a swallow. Art and Missy will notice as ghosts begin to swirl around Terrence and scream in his face and stuff that they are doing to you, but Terrence does not react to them. Art's going to try to keep his cool about that. He's more fascinated than anything watching these ghosts come around and do all this. Um, I think as Terrence kind of explores the interior of the site, Art's going to have his little flashlight and he's going to be looking for little shinies that might pop up because he remembers what he and Sullivan did. Mm-hmm. Um, and if he can get some bits uh, bits and bobs, he might be able to use that to uh, interrogate these spirits and maybe even push them on to the next plane. Oh, that's awfully nice of him. Um, cool. For you, let's have... I guess let's have investigation and... Uh, Probably intelligence, since you're going to have to make things here. But I'll give you your missing persons spec, because it's like finding evidence to what might be important to people is is something in in that wheelhouse. Uh, That would be the traditional three successes. Awesome. 
while you're looking around, Missy and Terrence, what are the two of you doing as Art begins to pick through what, as he gets closer and shines the light on them, is very clearly dried, desiccated corpses? Um, Terrence is, is going to... Uh, so uh, the, the entire floor is roots, right? You can walk around it, but there are roots that go from the center tree out to just about every aspect of this room, except for where, where the door is. Cool. The, He's going to step gingerly between the roots and analyze every bit of anything that he can see between the roots, the ceiling, the walls, the bodies, or our, um, our, our guest who has checked into the Hotel California. I will do the same for you then, I guess. Uh, investigation and intelligence. You can get your blood magic specialization because, you know, blood magic is at, at play here. Uh, and then Miss... Oh, there's Terrence again. Uh, that's uh, that's three tens, one of which is in the hunger, so he's got a messy critical. Yeah, we'll, we'll come back to you in a second, Terrence. It's like eight successes. Yeah. <laughs> uh... I guess before I get too excited about Terrence's thing, mm-hmm. I will point out you can spend willpower to reroll up to three dice. This includes successes, which could be these tens if you wanted to try and roll out of a Missy critical. No. Uh, and then Missy, what would you like to do as they are poking around at things? Uh, Missy knows this is not her her, her deal. Bag. This yeah. isn't, yeah. And, you know, the ghosts don't help. The screaming, all that. Uh, I think she's just trying to keep her composure and wait for them to finish doing whatever it is they're doing in here so we can leave. Okay. Uh, you will be first to act in response to Terrence if Terrence gets anything crazy. And if not, I have a, another fun thing for you in a little bit. Art, in digging around... A lot of the things in here are are old and rotted, but things that would be important to somebody that you find in here is one of the dead bodies has a watch, like a, a wristwatch. The leather band itself is is trash. It's it's rotted and falling apart in places, but the the watch mechanism itself, the face, the mechanics inside. Um, still seems to be functional. It's dusty and a little bit of a mess, but if you give it a quick wind, it'll start clicking again. And as you do, one of the ghosts will react. Uh, it will snap from where it is following Terrence to come flying over to you, scream in your face, and then fly around the room very quickly. Art is going to get a look of just serene happiness on his face as he uh, rubs the dirt off of his watch face and makes sure it's ticking. And as the ghost comes up and starts doing its business, he's going to hold it up and say, you and I are going to have a discussion. And if you're good, I will release you from this place. It doesn't give you an actual response. We'll talk about ceremonies, compelling spirits, and all of the, the good things that can happen with that uh, in between recordings. Yeah, we've we've got some some more important things to do. Yes, like Terrence's 
Eight success, messy, messy troll. Yeah. Uh, Terrence, I've got a lot of good news for you. Um, Great. Everything that you thought earlier seems to be true. That while they told you there was a tree involved, this is very... <laughs> to call this a tree is is very different. You know? Like, it's growing out of this guy's chest, out of the stake that is in his heart. That's that's not great. Um, <laughs> the apple is there, and as you know, this room has been sealed for a long time, and it to not be a complete rotted mess is clearly supernatural in origin. So you know that's important. Um, tracing over some of the runes, seeing where some of the the scratches in the some of the scratches in the floor where the roots have grown into, which is something that you know somebody not as well versed in the occult and blood magic as yourself may not have picked up on, uh, gives you the information that you're looking for that somehow this was set up to draw sustenance from people in the area and feed it to Samuel Cartwright. He is aware and has been aware since he went missing 25-ish years ago. You also know that he is almost completely either mad or fallen to his beast completely, where it, he is not a person anymore. He is a, a monster that when you release, if you were to release the stake and presumably the... Uh, the rest of the tree bindings that are on him, he would go on a rampage and try to eat whoever is here. What would you like to know? Because I am happy to tell you just about anything. Okay, so so just so I know the deal here. If you are staked with a particular wooden stake... Any wooden stake paralyzes. Cannot move without, with the exception of extreme expenditures of will that get you very minor movements like if you got staked you could spend a willpower mechanically to like flip them off but then you're paralyzed okay and it's not paralyzed like if you are standing up you remain standing it is paralyzed like you cannot move your control over your muscles goes away you would slump to the ground in a in a heap okay so what is the most simple method to um to permanently take care of a kindred. Is, is it daylight? Is it, what, what is it? Daylight will do it. You could cut off his head. You could apply extreme physical harm. Like if you were to put him through a wood chipper, that would that would kill him. Kill him. Um, you could also drink him body and soul. You could consume all of his vitae and then consume his very soul in an act called Diablery, wherein you could claim his power as your own. So here he is. And so he's just here in this quote-unquote tree is mm -hmm. sort of sapping the life force from any mortal who comes through this mall, right? Yeah, In, and in, in tiny amounts. Yeah, in any kind of imperceivable amount. Like, if there was a fist fight and somebody got a bloody nose, that blood would then 
you know, land on the ground and mystically seep into the ground and come here and the tree would suck it up and feed it to him. Ignoring the fact that there's concrete and stuff in the way, like magic does magic things. Um, you would also know that killing kindred is against the rules. Other kindred are not supposed to do that. Which may explain why he is here and not dead. Well, I look over at Missing Art. I assume you're aware of the weight of this discovery. Oh, yes. Absolutely. That somebody had the power, the influence, the resources, and the access to create this. To build this mall in such a way to make people forget about it. And then plant this altar, this shrine, to keep spirits in. And then plant this man here. And leave him in this corporate unlife for a quarter of a century. It is terrifying and magnificent. And I have a short list of people who would be involved in such a thing. Right, it's just such a <laughs> impressive achievement, really. And they've done it. You know, it's, it's, it doesn't appear to have been monitored or guarded. The only explanation I can come up with is that this was, well, for lack of a better term, or maybe it's the most appropriate one, a big fuck you. That is the way it is looking. Especially given who has taken over and who mischief is seen in her premonitions. Uh, I would say the ruling class of Springfield and potentially the barons of Springfield were all in on this. And I would not say it was not watched. But I have interrupted you. My apologies, Baron. Please continue. I'm going to say, have you seen any evidence in your time here of visitors or anyone who wanted to uh, reminisce with the old Baron or the old Prince? We had to carve through a solid wall with a crowbar. Nobody was meant to visit this place. But I won't say it was not unguarded, because one of the conspirators left her child here. And judging by the actions he took before I staked him with apparently a very dangerous uh, blood magic enhanced stake, I would say he was aware that he was the guardian of this very vault. Hmm. So quite heavy. Well, I do have to wonder if this technology, this he'll gesture with his hands, sort of like a, in like, like a wide encompassing the room. This almost magical invention could be used to circumvent the cost of our nature. If this is what is required to achieve Golconda, it is not worth it. I'm not saying it doesn't have some rust around the edges. Definitely worth some amount of study. What can you tell me about this ritual? What what has happened right here? What are the particulars that you can tell me? 
And as Terrence leans in to observe the the physical specimen himself, he will look toward the heavens and wonder if dice should be rolled. No, you you rolled crazy. Oh, it's happening. And we have that messy crit. Let's go. We've <laughs> ball is on the tee there, storyteller. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for the for all of the players present, what is it that you would like to know in the context of this ritual? Art has a short list of questions about this ritual. One: How many people would it take to perform? Uh, two: Ultimately, the underpinnings of it. How does it work? And um, I don't think there's a third question right now, but I'll think about it. Okay. So um, I have questions. Cool. Uh, can it be reversed? Um, if we were to move anything or dis- disrupt anything, like remove the apple or take the steak out or chop the tree down or whatever, would that be bad? Well, those are very interesting questions, and bad is a matter of context, I guess. It is hard to tell how many people this would take to set up. It would certainly take a lot of blood, which is pretty pretty easy to guess when you have five corpses in here plus the vampires. Um, it would take time. Hard to tell how much of that without dedicated study categories. You can't really get all of those answers. Doing anything to disrupt it without uh, without research first is going to be is going to be troublesome. Like theoretically, if you were to unstake him, he would be active, and he would be able to almost assuredly try to flee or kill you or kill and eat you or bad things. Um reversing the ritual with time and study you could disassemble it in a way that there's no bad there's no ill after effects the chances of anything uh being able to be done to the prince is probably impossible to regain his sanity terence would know because his clan has a history but Theoretically, salubri have been known to heal things that are unhealable. Um, mechanically, there is a amalgam discipline. I think it's a level five aspects. Uh, it's called Unburden the Bestial Soul, which can restore a humanity to somebody, but it can only be done to a person once. It is. Uh... Come on. It is a auspex slash dominate uh, amalgam. It's a level five auspex power. Hence, it's somewhat rumored capability, which if you could do that, you might be able to restore a, a sliver of his mind, which maybe then he could, with time and effort, crawl the rest of it back. Um, I feel like I missed at least one question in there. Maybe it might a question. Maybe not. No, I think this this feels this feels okay. Um, 
I, I think at this point, Art's managed to piece together enough of this to know that he knows who's who's done this. Okay. Um, I think then his his next efforts are going to be how, you know, just how many people in in the associated baronies know, and um, like, Bahari hasn't been thrown around yet. So once he's got that, that's that's the rabbit hole he'll go down. But Terrence mentioned the word Bahari and stuff earlier, right? Terrence, did you tell him about that stuff when I gave you that first round of exposition? Uh, I, I will say I probably would have, but what, what was the Bahari again? That was the that was the Lilith people, right? Yes, that was the Lilith cult. Yeah, that's that's fine. Yeah, he would he would have mentioned that uh, you know the the tales of uh, <sighs> Lilith cultist or yeah. Uh, adherence, a more charitable word, would have, uh, you know, formed the Bahari, was it Bahari? Shit. Bahari. <laughs> Bahari. Yeah, the Bahari. Bahari, which wrote of such a ritual. Um, a thing that you will notice, Terrence, and we'll see what kind of response that that gives you, is you will notice, for the lack of a better word, sigils or something here in your sire's air quotes handwriting you find evidence that she was involved in the enacting of this this magic Terrence can't help but go up to the uh, whatever the signature is that shows her handiwork and he almost brings his hands to it before remembering Art's warning don't touch anything made of wood yeah, that might actually be what it is. It may be that you see her handiwork on the stake itself that is sticking out of his chest. <sighs> you know, it's something really a crime if everyone agrees to it. I mean, it's a hell of a secret we've stumbled across here, but I think we should proceed very carefully. I agree. I believe I will be uh, compiling a report. And that report will blow this whole thing wide open should anything happen to us. It will be released on um, the Nosferatu network, and it will be released on um, a few other systems that I have access to. And now, and he'll turn on his heels, I'd like to ask our uh, resident Malkavi in a bit of a question. What do you want from all this? I mean, I know my own desire to have secrets are apparent. I'm apparently a baron now. We have uh, Arthur here. But what, what, what do you want out of this? Uh, I don't want the Camarilla to punish us. That's it. I don't want them to come down on us. I don't want to do the final sleep. You understand what happened here? Jimmy's dead. The Baron's dead. We have to have a legitimate reason why he's dead. And coming up with that reason means letting you be the Baron. As, uh, you know, uh, I'm sorry aspect of it all. For the beating you took. But this, she'll gesture around the room. This, this is get us all uh, staked. And possibly put down here with this guy. 
So I guess, I, I guess, what is it, Art? I, I want discretion? Discretion is a good word. You know, this is, this is, you have enlightened self-interest, and your interest is in to keep uh, the facsimile of breathing that we do. Excellent. I will research upon the Bihari. Uh, I will make notes to all of this, and I suppose I could set, um, it would not be difficult to turn this into an oven and give him the final death and destroy all evidence that is in here. Terence, it is a thing of beauty. There is so much information that can be gained through studying and figuring things out. Like, there's this is a clue. If you could just tweak some of the things of the ritual that could help you do something that the Tremere have been trying to do for literally centuries. Stay your flames, good Arthur. I'm... Say we burn it. It's. This is, uh, my, our, you know, barony. Um, it'd be pretty apparent what had happened. And our response was just to burn it? We still know of it. The evidence is still written in the only place that they can easily extinguish, which is our minds. I think we're just settled with it. Besides, look at it. I mean, just look at it. Imagine what they had to know. What they had to be able to do, just as a gesture, just as a as a final permanent torture for someone who would, you know, make eye contact with that one roaming eye. Overstate is welcome. Think what other secrets that they have, what they might know, what they might wield, and we know something that no one else does. We know that this happened, that this is possible. And we have a pretty damn good idea of who did it. If it is your will that this remains intact, I will abide by it. But there's also the other... No, 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 no. What do you mean if it's his will? He is is the Baron. We agreed on it. Art. We all have to agree on this. And she's just going to point down at the body. This. This isn't something he gets to decide alone. No. I mean, what do you want? Out, what do you want out of this? Looking at Terrence. Look, I. I don't seek to sow any seeds of division. But I want. I want to understand it. I want to know how it works. Why it works. Can be tweaked, can be changed, can be edited up. I mean, yeah, it's it's horrific. But it was meant to be horrific. Maybe it doesn't have to be. Maybe it's like a, like any other kind of word or tool. You know, a hammer can build, it can destroy. This was meant to destroy his psyche, if not his body, and it's exquisitely done. I mean, you have to say it's as ghastly as it is. It's well, it's inventive. I don't have to do anything uh so what you just what you want to just keep it just to come down and and what gaze at the beauty of this you know final torturous act no that's that would just be gawking i'd bring a notebook to take you know 
notes and information that can be compared and set up my own experiments, small scale, to explore. Experiments? I want to explore it. I want to see how it works. You want to do this to somebody else? It's a big world. Besides, there's somebody out there who maybe something like this is just the murderer, the performer of the final death on our former Baron, who I reluctantly have replaced. Jimmy. Um... I don't know if you know this, but we didn't really give a shit about Jimmy or his leadership. He was just the one that was put in charge. Right, but as a... Uh... <laughs> seeking revenge for Jimmy. As a very interesting human once said, I never let a good tragedy go to waste. The world is full of enemies, and if it's not full of enemies, it's full of rivals. And we have a... Hold a fill. A part that needs to be cast. Someone has murdered a baron. Self-defense. I was going to say, um, Art, maybe, I don't know, maybe we made a mistake. Maybe he doesn't get it. Oh, I get more than you seem to think. He'll lean in, glowering. Yes, I know what happened. I'm not talking about what we know what happened to the guy who beat the absolute shit out of me for no goddamn reason. I'm not asking revenge for him. I'm saying we use it as a way to find someone who we find inconvenient. And we say they must have ordered it. It must have been a hit, a power play, a move against the Camarilla. Someone playing games sloppily. and. They need to be dealt with. And I, of course, am only here because I have to be. I would have been happy to not been here, but I have to step up to maintain because that is what I choose to do. That's what we all are choosing to do. To carry on, to maintain the masquerade that keeps us all safe. And letting his murder, his final death, go unpunished. This can't be allowed. I... You know, I, I do have a list of people that could be used for s- such a thing. And now you're on his side. Okay. Art's going to hold up his hands. I have research upon the Bahari to do. If I could get the full details of the ritual which occurred here, it would be fantastic. I am of the mind that I would set this to detonate if it was at risk of falling into the wrong hands, hands other than ours. As it stands, I am going to spend the next several years building a labyrinth impossible to traverse unless you are me or with me to where this will be at the center. I am going to hide it behind walls that move and hatches and doors and airlocks and everything I can think of. It will be a terrifying place, even to me. But I will hide it away. If it is required of us by the other barons and the ivory tower, then I will provide a patsy for Jimmy's final death. 
if it suffices that I can simply say it was self-defense. No sense in making it too complicated. But there is a conspiracy here, and I'm going to get all the details of it. And that is where it starts. And he points up at Cartwright. All right, fine. Fine, she'll throw her hands up, fine. Study it, draw it, take pictures of it, do whatever. Just don't let anybody else find out about it, and don't let the Camarilla find out that we know about it. That's it. And she's going to walk out of the room and go stand in the hall. I like it. Uh, do you guys have anything else you want to talk about inside before I do a thing with Missy? Uh, real quick, yeah. Terrence will look at uh, Art and say, uh, Arthur, does she not understand that we're sharks? I mean, at heart, that's what we are. And sharks, they swim or they suffocate. Mischief has been kindred for a long time. But Mischief also did not have a lot of life before she became kindred. So her viewpoint on life and on life is very dissimilar to ours. She wishes to remain in a kindred state. And I will do everything in my power to make sure that happens. Because she is family to me. Of course. I just... I guess I'm just bitten by the temptation of ambition. I mean, I've I've come this far. You know, I thought I knew everything. And it turns out before I was turned, I knew nothing. And now I feel like I know more. I feel like I've climbed the top once again to find out this. I know almost nothing. I mean, this this is almost uh, it's, it's it's like I've lived in the shadow of the light that this thing would cast. That this was used just as a almost as a whimsy. Like what what if it were actually tried to be used? And here's the real question: What if they know how to use it and they don't want to because it would upset their order? Fair enough. But I don't know. I just well, I can leave it at that. But just know that my ambition has never led me astray. It's never led me to my destruction. I've never let it get out of control. I've never let it pull me beyond a leap that I can make. Let us then hope that uh, remains true. Indeed. As the camera transitions away from the two of you having this conversation and follows where Missy went out, uh, Missy, can you roll your premonition roll for me? I can. Yeah. Ooh. Four successes. Excellent. As you step out of as you step out of the bank vault area across into the mall proper, you step out onto that grassy field that you've begun to get so familiar with. There is a small mound where the body is buried, and there is what looks like freshly uh, freshly tilled dirt on top of it, as though it is setting a foundation. The women that you are familiar with from the previous times you've been here are here, and they are kind of mingling around and talking to each other, along with some indistinct shapes. As you walk around, is there anything you want to do in this area that you find yourself in once again? 
Let's get uh, closer to the mound of dirt. Sure. And um, hmm. uh, and then turning uh, while standing there looking at it, uh, the closest of the women that are there, if one of them is nearby, just kind of say, I don't understand why he has to be punished like this. Almost appearing and stepping down, kneeling down next to you is yourself. And you look into the, the older adult version of yourself and she says, because suffering is one of the pillars. You need to be able to suffer to make your garden grow as it needs to. What are the other pillars? She looks to you and she says, well, motioning to herself and to you, renewal is another important aspect that we need for the garden to, to truly flourish. And that is part of what we represent. And what garden are we in? She she just gives a little half of look. What, what do you mean? We're in, she motions around to the surroundings. This is, we're in Springfield. And off in the, the deep distance in some of the, the foggy-ish areas, you can see, as you mentioned that this is Springfield, you can see some of the aspects of the skyline that look look like they might be familiar. But, you know, these areas are always very strange. Missy just looks to her, looks to the mound. I get that he wasn't a nice kindred, but I don't think anybody deserves this. Without suffering, there cannot be renewal, and without renewal, there cannot be hope. Without hope, there cannot be suffering. And then a a like shiver goes up her spine a little bit. She said, "Ooh," and looks off in the distance. Uh, you follow her gaze and you see that there is a a silhouette that is not as solid as any of the other women here. But as you look at it, you recognize it. And the person that comes to mind as you are looking at them is Raven. It is November 1st, 2023. Uh, the conspiracy unfurls even farther. Our, our guest who has checked into the Hotel California. Apt. I like that. Nice. I, I feel like notes to future, uh, future postings. Hotel California is the name of the episode. <laughs> and bad is a, a matter of context, I guess. Mm -hmm. God damn it again. It's the word of the day on my calendar, apparently. Context. Uh, right? So. I'm not talking about what we know what happened to the guy who beat me half to shit and death and would have gone all the way if he could have. That was a shitty line, by the way. <laughs> yeah, you want to you wanna fire yeah. that one back up? Go for it. Fuck that. Yeah. yeah. He, he beat me half to... <laughs> Rick on. Rick on. Rick on. Rick on. Anybody, yeah. 
who uh <laughs> just kind of say I don't understand why he has to be punished like this. I'm I'm trying to pick a name out of a hat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm wondering okay. which name I want it to be. And I think the perfect answer in this situation is what are the other pillars? Maybe double check the book. Yep. <laughs> I don't want you to get too lazy over there. Suffering, hope, and <laughs> renewal. Thank you. Page forty-nine. I I was totally going to the uh, the wiki page. That's where I was headed. Is Raven? Dramatic cut. Unless you have an immediate response or questions. No, I think she's in shock. She's never seen Raven as part of this or involved in this. And to now see her there, I, I think shocks her and now worries her. Uh, to be fair, it is a silhouette. So it's she's not in focus or clarity like anybody else. So, But she's never, ever, ever been at that scene, at correct. that place before. And so... Something's amiss. Correct. Okay. Uh, and then I'll get rid of the boys as we... Dun, dun, dun. This Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle is a non-official, fan-created work by the Without a Net podcast. Portions of the materials used in this actual play are the copyrights and trademarks of Paradox Interactive AB and are used with their permission. All rights are reserved. For any further information in those regards, or maybe upcoming releases, eh? You can find them at worldofdarkness.com.